0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. 51551 is our text number, joe at rt.ie. Let's see, can we try and get more money back? Uh, late repayments from Niall Minogue from a number of people who contacted us as you heard yesterday Niall Minogue who was on the programme and given plenty of time to uh, defend himself he basically said people he doesn't know how much they own he owns and he doesn't know how much he owes but he said he will pay back his company uh, Global Agri World whatever they call themselves um, and they were on another um, another name six years ago here on Liveland doing the same type of business. Andrew, good afternoon. Joe, how are you? You heard the show. Um, and again, what, what Niall Minogue is offering is, and it's a very uh, attractive offering to young people especially, he'll get you into New Zealand, Australia, America, he'll get you a job, he'll get you a visa, he'll get you through customs if you uh, give him money. How much does he owe you? He owes me about 880 and um, have you? Have, what efforts have you made to get this delayed repayment, I'm calling it? Well, I've texted him about it and he told me that he will sort it and he, I, he's going to email me first and then I paid him through Revolut. I wanted him to pay me back through Revolut, yeah. but he wants to do it through the banks now and all this sort of stuff. When did you give him the money? I gave him the money last April. What did you get for the money? I got... See, I was I'm kind of, I never done it before. It was my first time. I was a bit naive now, to be honest. And okay. um, but I, I kind of sent something fishy about it um, after he wanted me to send the money to n- different phone numbers through Revolut. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a bit funny now. And um, then I later found out that his real name wasn't even... Uh, I had him down as a different name than what his actual name is. Okay. Now tell us, uh, tell us, Andrew, how did you come across this company, Agri Global Personnel? Or actually uh, global true, people. True Facebook. Like, if you just type in on Facebook, like, okay. um, any of them, like, there's multiple pages that just come okay. just have a look at Facebook. So, so why were you so interested in it? I uh, just, uh, on the book of this, like, kind of, I did farming all my life, so. Yeah. I kind of wanted to follow me, they have a dream of, of mine, and sure, I finished my college course and said, I'll go for a year, and I went out for, I think, nine months I did, and I came home there last December. Okay. Uh, so, so again, this this scheme is appealing to young people who want to travel, who want to get experience abroad. So you went to America, and how much did you give Niall Minogue? I know you say it was a different name. How much did you give Niall Minogue initially? I gave him over two thousand euros, two thousand over two thousand one hundred. Yeah, and how how are you owed? What what money are you owed that he did not give give services for? Do you follow me? You say it's eight eighty. What does the eight eighty cover? He wanted proof of funds money. Yeah, and it just came up yesterday, that, yeah. Uh, proof of funds, and he'd book my flight. To be, to be fair now, he booked my flight over, mm-hmm. and um, he wanted visa money, even though I paid the visa money myself. Um, and he's kind of, I was just confused more than then. It was just so many things that it was all different stuff. It all added up Okay. To. And this proof of funds, did he said yesterday, even though it would be you going through... Dublin Airport or whatever, and you might be asked for pre. He said he you get you give him the money, and he gives you a letter saying you've money in your account, which he says. Well, you stopped at Dublin Airport. Were you asked yeah. for proof of funds? No, it wasn't asked for. Were you were, you were you stopped in in the, on landing in the USA? No, not a thing. Okay, so but you still gave him money for proof of funds. Yeah, because I trust him. I just thought he sounded like a great man over the phone. 
and um, all the correspondence seemed to be good and just it just went just went like that. When did you start looking for your money back for the money you were owed? Sorry, the money you were owed. When I got abroad, I met a fellow Irishman that went through him. Yeah, and he was paid. He paid completely different to what I paid. He paid, I think it was twelve hundred at the time. Okay, and like we both went to the same place, and I'm paying an extra what thousand on top of that. Yeah. And then that's where I kind of fishy, and I didn't want to sort it out till I got home because just different time zones and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, then I tried to get on top of it when I came home. Um, has he contested? Has Niall Minogue contested that he does not owe you the money? Andrew? No, he has. He said he will pay me, but I'm waiting on him to pay me. So he has accepted that he owes you just short of a thousand euro, eight eighty. 880. And when did you begin asking for that money back, please? Um, yesterday, after I heard you on the show. Okay, but you, have you asked for it back before? No. Why, I, see, why not? I was, I was told that uh, previous people have gone through him before that you have no chance of getting it back. That's why I didn't want the hassle of and stress of okay, trying to get it back so, from. So you just wrote off the money? Yeah, wrote it off. But he's now, he's now accepted since yesterday that he owes you the money legitimately? Correct. And tell us, what did he get you? In the, like, when you landed in the States, you weren't asked for proof of funds. No, no, no. Um, and, and the job you had on the farm? Yeah, I was just driving, I was driving machinery out there. Yeah, but he, he could argue, well, I got you that job. Yeah. And he charges, he doesn't just charge me, he charges the, fa- the oh, people out there you as well, on top of that. Have you any idea how much that is? I couldn't tell you. I, tr- I I wouldn't know, Joe. To be honest. And can you? Could you have done this? I know you were in Gortine Agricultural College, so you're with a lot of like-minded people. Could you yeah. have? Could you set up this this job? I presume it was a well-paid job, was it? Oh well, it was tax-free because of the visa you get in America. Okay. Great money country, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but could you have got that job without Niall Minogue? Yeah, I could have. I just happened to go through him. I just okay. was back. Bad, just bad luck, I suppose. You thought he'd be like a broker that knew knew the ropes, knew it's this. In knew between, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And okay, now the the other individual. Obviously, it's only hearsay, but this is not a court case. Um, you say other people were charged differently for the same 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 service. Correct, and it's it's a small word, not a small word, but like we all kind of know each other. Yeah. To talk about it, and uh, I've heard off more several people of what he's been up to. Charging um, different rates for different stuff. And do you know anyone else? Because apparently we have seven people. We're just going through the f- the paperwork at the minute. Seven people who say they are owed money by Niall Minogue. Owed money. Well, off the top of my head, I met three, four, five people in America that just I met Irish, Irish, English, Welsh, um, and, and then they, and what were they saying, Andrew? Um, same as me. They were all charged trying to get money back from them and then even people that live in America and had pre- previous employees that went through him from two years ago, even last year, mm-hmm. saying they had a, a big problem trying to get money back from him. And this issue came up on Liveline in 2017. And we had a lot of, well, it began with one call, but like everything on Liveline, other people uh, had the same experience with the same man and he was... He he was reprimanded by the courts. He was sent to prison for it for fraud, three yeah, charges of fraud. And um, but 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 he said yesterday that was I did the crime, did the time. I want to move on, but 
Um, you you want your money back? I do. I do want my money back. Okay. What are you doing now, Andrew? Um, I'm currently sitting in my car while I was awaiting your phone call. I know. I told me now. What are you doing with your life? Uh, I'm just giving a hand to my fellow farmer here. Okay, good lad, hand. good lad. So, and what, what, could you have stayed in America longer? Um, my visa was till the first of December. Okay, um, so, so you had to be you had to be out of there. And that's and suppose my sequential question is: so Niall Minogue wasn't offering you anything that you could not have got yourself. Correct. Yeah. Do you still want to be a guard? Um, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Go Maybe stuff like this now. Go for would, it. Uh, yeah, okay. Just, uh, just uh, it's a great, a great career, a great career. Though we need, great. we need farm young farmers as well, don't we? Very true. Okay. And did you enjoy the experience in the states? I, I, I love the job. Met great Brilliant. people out there. Brilliant. Um, that's one. That's the one benefit I never had of going out there. Met okay. great people. Great experience and. Um, so seen would, the, seen the better world. And would you another? Would you recommend? In other words, if uh, I, if, I would. Because oh, how do so how do I is there a special visa if I'm going to work on a farm because they need farm workers out there as well especially people like you skilled at driving machinery etc. Is there a special scheme? Is there any encouragement from the Americans from the USA government well, for have, people like you to go out? They have the H two A visa, which is yeah, yeah. basically that um, you don't pay any tax when you go over. Like it's just whatever your rate is, your rate and it goes. And um, that's to like encourage people over. Like I met people from Brazil, Mexico, South Africa. Okay. Um, all over the world and um, that's to kind of encourage you to go out there and if I was I'd advise if young lads want to go out there and do it I'd really recommend it and when when you get the H2A to a, could I apply for the H2A visa myself and directly which I could I think the answer is yes but do they look for specific skills for it's for temporary agriculture workers it is yeah so do you have to say do you have to fill out a form saying I can drive I have a license to drive tractors, drive combine, whatever. Driving a combine is some some skill. Um, yeah, but I think what you do need is you need a letter off the employer that you're going to, yeah, to say that you're going to work for him. You can't just say that you're going over there kind of strict enough like that, you know? Okay, now, could you have sourced an employer yourself, a farm yourself? I could, I could have off fellow okay. lad that went to college with have been out there already. I could have asked them to get their previous employer would they hire me? Yeah, yeah. And I'd say they love, they love Irish workers, I presume. Oh, sure. World-renowned, best workers in the world, you know, Joe? Here, here. And what was your day like, Andrew, on the farm? What type of farm was it? I was doing contracting. I did silage and um, a bit of maize and that sort of stuff. Did a couple of states and I did Kansas, a couple of other states. Wow. So what time, what time did your day start at? Uh, sure, it'd start around, I suppose, whenever I'd roll out of bed at six o'clock or that and she'd yeah. go, depends, like, in the Depend the week if you want. If we're busy, it won't be too. If we weren't okay. too busy, I'd be usually. And was there good good camaraderie among the the H two A people, so to speak? Ah, uh, there was. Yeah, sure. Um, we all kind of there was. I met a good few Irish lads out there now, and sure, Great. from all over Armagh and uh, down south, Clare, and a few other places. So you met good people. I did. Yeah, and I'm still friends now. I plan on meeting up with them then when I'm when oh. I'm home. And if we were to go back on holiday, of all the places you worked in the States, if we were to go back on holidays to one of them, which one would you go back to? Which state? Yeah. Oh, I'd probably go back to... Uh, I went to New York when I was younger. You can't beat New York City, Joe. Okay. Yeah, but you can't get a combine hamster down Fifth Avenue. Ah, uh, but you can, you can get a drink <laughs> and you can get a shop, Joe. And, and the 1,500 Irish pubs. Irish pubs. There you go. 
Well done, Andrew. Well done. So you're just basically saying, what age? What age are you now? I'm 23, Joe. You're come on. You're come on, Niall. These are all young people. You took money off. They deserve to be repaid. They're 23. They're starting out in life. They took you at face value. You sold a good. You, you sold a good line, which is fair enough. That's that's fine. And you you t- you trusted them, isn't that correct, Andrew? Is that the word? That's correct. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did trust them. Oh, and a 23-year-old, he wants, if he's, you admit he, you owe him the money, can he have it back, please? He'd given up on it because he had heard, anyway, that, that there was no point in wasting his young life trying to get money back. But anyway, um, so we're calling on Niall Minogue again. Okay, and we offered, a, we offered Niall to come back on today. And Niall is, Niall is not a young man at this stage. He's not, a, he's not a, a, in his 20s or 30s. He's older than that. And um, he should be mature enough to realise that, um, especially, especially, taking money off young idealistic people is uh, just not on, and not they they want it back. Okay, you say it's it. You have to, you said to me yesterday, Niall, uh, I don't know how much I own, and I don't know how much I owe, but I will give it all back. So let's stick to that, Andrew. You, but what are you doing next? You're getting out of the car and back onto the land. Back um. Get out of the car down and a bag of few spuds, Joe, to deliver down to a few places. Good lad, good lad. Will you mind yourself? All right, no problem. Well no, done. Keep the faith. Well. Have a good, have a good look at the guardie. Seriously, I will. I will. It's I will. Great, great, great public service. As is farming. That's Andrew. Okay, now I'm an old. Phones and lines are open. Oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. We want our money back. Talk to Joe on oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Okay, we did it just short of 100 days ago on Liveline. This deposit return scheme, which is coming in on the 1st of February. Now that the date is looming, um, we we, um, now realise that um, all the small shops are going to actually collect this tax, which is refundable. And all the big shops are going to get the tax because they're the ones who have put in these very expensive uh, reverse fending machines in their car, their big car parks. You'll see, I think, Super Value have invested 25 million. Aldia have them in all their, most of their car parks. Lidl have already been run a pilot scheme and they love it because they. So you go into your corner stop store, you pay from next week you, if you buy your six pack of body gown or whatever you'll be paying either 15 you'll be paying either 90 cent extra or 150 extra depending on the size of the bottle but that's not going to your little corner shop that's going to this this uh, state quango called return and we're all everyone's in favour to keep churning out they've been on radio a lot in the last two weeks on all channels saying it's, it's the best thing since sliced bread and everyone's in favour of it but it looks like, from what we heard 100 days ago, and we were told in the meantime there will be efforts made, that it's basically a way of taking money from the small shop and giving it to the big supermarket. But there's other angles as well. Mark Davis has contacted us. Mark, good afternoon. Hello, Joe. Hi. OK, now you know, Mark, um, the last time we did this and people were raising seriously legitimate issues about this whole scheme and who's going to pay for it, and who's going to benefit from it? 
um, we were accused uh, by various uh, environmentalists of being against it. We're not, no one is against it. No one is against it. But who's going to who's going to pay for it? Well, you you have an, an angle. Go ahead, Mark. Please. Yeah. Well, my my issue is that um, the system makes no allowance for people who get their shopping delivered to their houses, and a lot of those people would be elderly and disabled people. And I happen to fall into that category. The the, the van drivers that deliver the the uh, groceries, they're not allowed to take back any. Okay. Uh, oh, empty I didn't know that. Bottle. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're not allowed. And uh, I checked this out with Tesco and SuperValue. And uh, so. If you're elderly or disabled and mm. you get your groceries delivered, you're stuck with them. You're stuck with the bottles and cans and uh, can't get uh, your refunds back you, on OK, I, I completely take it. First of all, it's going to be, the price is going to go, go up quite significantly because, it, uh, as people know, if you go and buy six bottles of Ballygown or whatever the own brand water is, for the children going to school or whatever, you, you'll now be paying at least 90 cent extra uh, for mm-hmm. that, which you're told you can get back when you bring back the bottles. Um, but it's where you can bring back the bottles uh, too. But what do you do with your plastic bottles and your cans? And remember, the plastic bottles, the, this, these vending machines are highly sophisticated. They're highly expensive. They're highly sophisticated. If there's any liquid in the bottom of your plastic bottle, you will be, it will be rejected and you may go home with it under your, under your oxter. If, there's any, if, and if the can is anyway crushed or damaged, the same, it will reject it. But Mark, what do you do with your cans and your plastic bottles? at the moment I've used a green bin for years and uh, I've never had any problem with that and uh, uh, that's that's what I do at the moment it's just outside my door Uh, um, so um, that's that's basically what I do now Uh, and I don't think in my life I've ever thrown a plastic bottle or a can out or I think I've recycled as far as I can remember I've recycled Okay, can you not continue to do so though the only thing is you'd be your your prices your your prices are going to go up and you don't get the benefit at the other end Exactly, that's it. You can continue to do that, but you're uh, you're, you're paying you're paying for it. You know, you're paying a deposit on those bottles and, and cans that you're effectively throwing in the bin. And you've um, no, that's so, a very good point. If you have no way of getting back the few bob, no, no, it's Which, an extra tax really on, on people who are not in a in a position to uh, get uh, get, uh, get a refunded. You know. An extra tax tax on people who who uh, must use this delivery service. Okay, that's a very very good point, Mark. Um, and appreciate it. That's Mark Davis in Harold's Cross in Dublin. Um, oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Dan Horan is in Tralee. Dan, it's a week away. What are you going to do? You run a you run a shop. You sell water slabs of water. Yeah, Joe. Uh, I have a shop. I run a shop here in Tralee and Killeen. We sell about. 130 cases of water, the 24 bottles. Yeah. Um, we've been the most competitive here in Kerry for the last two years at €6. Euro. Um, that'll oh. now go up to 9.60. Wow. Uh, but of course, the problem is people, then we'll go back to the multiples. Yeah, they get a voucher uh, from through the machine for to be spent in that supermarket. So they won't need to come back to so you. And, so, I mean, we, so you. You have to charge the customer nine sixty. Yes. Okay. Yes. Where we where pre- well, hang on where previously you charged them six. Six okay. euro. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh, you are entitled to get that extra three sixty back, but you won't get yes. it back 
Super Value no. or Aldi or Little or Tesco will get it back. That's right, because they can afford to put in these machines. And then why, why, why has all these organisations been so... This is a transfer of money from small shops that have been the backbone of the country for years to big multinationals, and there hasn't been a Twitter from anybody. Yeah, Joe, I, 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 you know, the big supermarkets, the five big, already have 90, over 90% of the market share. We, the small shops have 10%. And now this is another, another, uh, 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 another, you know, badge of honour again for the for, for the big supermarkets, unfortunately. And I'm again, very much work, working against the small shops. And Dan, imagine if you stood there at your counter in Tralee in your great shop and someone came up with a slab of water, six euro, and you said, no, I need to take 960 off you. Uh, you need to give yes, me an extra yes. 360. Yes, and they presume, yes, yes. they presume this is for Dan Horan's yeah. company. But no, yeah, no. You, should, you should say to them, I'm actually collecting that 360 to give it to Aldi or Super Value yeah. or Tesco. My, yeah. my big, big yeah. elephant con- uh, competitors. Yeah, Joe. So Joe, what do you, that, I, okay, the reverse vending machine, this this thing which is the yeah. be-all and end-all, we're told. Why won't you put one in? Joe, they're very expensive. They take up an awful lot of space. You, you might have seen pictures of them there, but they're, multiple, they're huge size. Yeah, I've uh, seen them, yeah. About, I, I said they're about three or four metres in, in width. Uh, you know, small shops don't have the space for them. Um, you know, so you just wouldn't pay small shops to put them in. Uh, I said, we just don't have the space either. We wouldn't have the volume now. You need a big volume as well. I think there's some yeah. bit, of a, bit of a profit for the, for the multiples as well. The more bottles they take in, the better. That's right. They get, we, not, no. not only do, yeah. when, when you throw your, your undamaged plastic and, 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 un, and completely empty plastic and uh, cans into the machine uh, outside Super Value, Aldi, whatever, the big, the big multinationals, not only do, do you get a voucher that can only be redeemed. Can't be. You yeah. can't bring the voucher back down to Dan Orange. Sure, you can. No, because you no, won't. No, you no, won't get no, the no. money. It can only be. No. It can only be um, redeemed um, in the shop where you've dropped it. In other words, Ali Little Super Value Tesco Zones or whatever. And um, but you, you, and and as well as that, not only are they getting the three sixty that that the customer gave to you, they're getting the money back. That's fair enough, yeah. but for each for each can that these multinationals take back, they're getting what three cent or whatever. That's right, yeah, three oh, cent, yeah, 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 yeah. No wonder, uh, no wonder they love it. No wonder they love and, it. And Joe, you'll have seen that the papers, all the shops that have closed since Christmas, and this is another another kick in the yeah. teeth for small shops again. Unfortunately, uh, you know everything seems to work against us. Um, uh, you know the government have put a piled costs on top of us. I, I know this is another, another cost they're putting on top of us. But Dan, the problem is, I suspect, when you raise the issue, you're accused of being anti, oh, yeah. anti-environment. Oh, and yeah, no, Joe, we're, we're all for the recycling, well, but course, you know, yeah. and not, not, but make it, make it a little bit easier for us, you know, that we could maybe even give someone back the money, uh, you know, uh, in cash or something. I don't know. There's surely another way for doing it. For the small business, and now, yeah. uh, you know, the fact and you that we're see, exempt and we don't. But the organisation Return, they've been on and a lot of programmes, um, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's been all Pollyanna stuff. They're, they're, everyone agrees they're brilliant, and they said they have all these, they paid for these opinion polls, which tell us everyone, uh, 120% of the population are in favour of. Of course, people aren't going to say in the, when they get oh, the, phone, yeah, absolutely, the phone call, absolutely. They're, they're against it. But why why have the small stores, and why have you all rolled over? And handed, oh, Joe, in your case, yeah. every time someone buys six bottles of water off you, you're handing, you're handing 360 to Aldi or yeah. Tesco. 
Why have you all stood still and quiet? I, I suppose, Joe, Joe, we were depending maybe on the, on, on the Hizmi's and, and Ibex and all these that represent our businesses, but sure. They, they but they but hang on, in, in fairness to them, they also represent Tesco and Aldi and Supervalue. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's Gus, true Gus, Gus O'Hara has contacted us, National President of Convenience Stores and News Agents Association, runs a spar shop on Stiles Road and Cabaret, mentioned yesterday, great shop. Gus, how in the name of God have you allowed this happen? That small well, shops, Joe, hang on, well, Joe, small, I, small shops are handing money over to massive, highly profitable multinationals. Why, 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 didn't, you, why didn't you kick up? We did. You didn't, you doing, didn't, you I, haven't. <laughs> you didn't get very far, did you? Well, well that's, a, that's another point in it, Joe. But the, tr- the truth of it is here is that there is a certain size of shop. We have 1,500 members across our network. There's a certain size of shop that simply won't be able to put these in. Yes, yes. We, and we, 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 we mentioned that 100 days ago. Now, what, 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 has, what has changed? Nothing. Nothing other than to say to you that Return are suggesting that people can hand them in over the counter. That is not a good thing to do f- we know from that. a health we and safety that. point of view. No, the, so, you know Joe, the, the only the re- no, go, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know the only thing that's changed in the last hundred days since we started talking about this, our listeners started. The only thing that's changed is Tesco, Aldi, Little, Super Value have jumped on it with glee. Every yeah, every every and every and and because the, they know this is a winner for them. They're going to get you know more business the from the small shops. Into this, Joe? Zero. Do you know how much the government is putting into this, Joe? Zero. Not a pen, not Zero. a cent. Yeah. And that's why I phoned you, because for those of well, us... what are you that, all going to do about it? Well, there are quite a number of us, Joe, as members of CSNA, that are putting in the machines. Yeah, well and done. And there are stores they, that are just too small for, for doing it. And that's a real problem. I, nobody is denying that. Either as members or as retailers. And, and, and your, the point made there by Dan is very succinct. That's absolutely true. And I, there is no answer there. This is going to be a consequence of it. It's as simple as that. So this was... Well, can I give you I, no, hang on. No, don't give me any example. I heard you on with Claire last week and I heard all the examples. You said you, you can afford the 15,000. You can afford... Well, you, you might have to no, borrow. I, I don't know. You are willing to pay the 15 grand for one of these machines. You're going to have to... to borrow the money and take That's what I mean. Job. That's what I mean. Not everyone can borrow 31,500, Gus. Not everyone. Um, but but uh, the small... the small this does, does the CSMA agree that this scheme, the way it's it's structured, the way it's structured will put the lights out in even more of our smaller businesses and shops? That the we main do, people we've met, and we've the, met that point. The okay, the environment is going to benefit, but um, as a, a, a lot of people were putting their 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 bottles and their cans in anyway, but unless we get to one hundred percent, no no one will be no one will be satisfied. But why has the CSMA, of which you're you're CSMA, present, yeah. yeah, you're present? Why have you let your members down so badly? Well, I don't agree with you, Joe. You we've, we've argued for this. Well, we've, I would say to you that we've argued strong and hard and we've been in, Vincent Jennings, our CEO, has been at many, many of the meetings on this. And Joe, at some stages, you get creamed and we got creamed here. We, we, did ask for, we did ask for support right the way through this and we have got nothing from central government, not one cent. And who creamed not you? Who, capital allowances. Okay, who creamed you? Well, I have to be honest with you. It's our big competitors. It's the big multiples yeah. who are running to the bank with their money. I couldn't believe the number I was down. As I said yesterday, I was down in Gorey recently and I uh, couldn't yeah. believe the number of machines, the number of builders that were whacking in these machines as quickly as possible. Yeah. And well, you see, the, you see the money behind them. Yeah. So someone's getting big money and getting well paid, you know, and that's reality. 
Um, and, and Joe, like there's, there's uh, 57,000 businesses in trouble since the pandemic that are still haven't paid their taxes and 8,500 of those are in our industry. So Dan is perfectly right and uh, you know, that's the direction we're going yeah, in. Yeah, but you've allowed, yourself, I, you've I, allowed yourself, Gus, to be creamed by, by the, your big no, competitors. That's unfair. Uh, well, that's unfair. Well, you said you've I been mean, creamed. What, what have yeah, you done well, about I, it? I, I, well, now, come on. Don't think we're not good for the fight. You've spoken to me many a time yeah. before, and I'm well able to stand up. For I my know members. that. I know that. Well, that's you, why. You that's, do that's, what, that. that's why I don't want you rolling over and saying, "Oh, I'll put in. Well, a ma- I'll borrow to put in a machine." That's giving no, in. No, but that's, it? not all of our members can do that. I and know I mean, that. I had, I, I had to get financing through Dubco through the CSNA scheme that we've set up a fantastic scheme to do that. But but that's what I've had to do, and others will do the same if they need to. And there's a competitive situation in that. You're not wrong, Joe. It it is geared towards the big shops. But you, what you're missing a little bit here, and please allow me to make the point, what you're missing a little bit here is this is community too. So if you take small mm-hmm. towns and villages throughout here, the here. country, here, here. you're not going to have big shops in those. And to survive with the smaller shops, the size, shops my size and my member size, they need assistance to put those in. So that, Mark, your first caller there who mentioned about not being able to get out of the house or being able to limit yeah. travel, he can go to his local convenience store and, and leave in his bottles. And that way the money goes back in, in that, in that regard, rather than to the big supermarket. And yeah. you keep it local to the shop local. Yeah, but the big supermarket has, has the best of both worlds because they're delivering these bottles at, to Mark. Mark can't get out. He said he can't leave the house. That's his brief I got. He can't leave the house. So we can't go around the corner to the local convenience store. Okay. But now, and he can't get his money back. Well, can I tell you that um, I just partnered up with the Clontarf Rugby Club. I know, you said that last. I, that's fine. Leave, leave, that, yeah. leave, leave that aside. No, no, well, well, no you, may, you made that point four times. I'm not being rude, but I have loads of people who want to come in. But stay with okay. us, Gus. Keeva, yeah, well, uh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Yes. Um, recycling and this new scheme next week. Every, every bottle and can of product is going up by at least... 15 cents per bottle and uh, possibly 25 cents. Um, what, and it's the best thing since uh, since uh, the button boot, according to the people who are uh, going to make the money out of it, which is the big supermarkets. What's your position, Peter? Well, I've been looking at it um, and you can only recycle when the supermarkets are open. If I'm recycling clothes or shoes or duvets or bottles, from wine or whatever else, I can go down to the bring the bring bank and put all my stuff in at one o'clock in the morning if I want. But if I want to get rid of a can now, I've got to go to the supermarket when they're open because all the units are within the bounds of the supermarket. The car park. They're not just in the car park. Littles have them inside the building. Okay. How do you have them in the car in some of the car parks? But that also closes. It's got a big shutter on it. Okay, okay. And are you... So you it's just, it's, it's another total, I'm not going to say the what I'm thinking, but it's a total mess because they're going to have to have vans now going around collecting the stuff from the supermarket. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Just compact it. Uh, uh, yeah, but... The machine, but why this... this, this... Why, can't, why can't it be compacted before they go? Or give everybody in the country a blue bin or a pink bin, yeah. and you put all your cans. Well, you already it. have a green bin. In most no, that, that, yeah, but that that a green bin is for recycling cardboard, and okay. there's certain stuff you can't put into it. But why not give everybody 
a pink bin or a blue bin, and it's collected every two months. Yeah. And that's, like, that's the end of it. Instead of all this absolute nonsense of loads of people getting big wages, doing something in an office somewhere, and as that man said earlier on, if he can't leave the house, he doesn't get his money back. What's going to happen in Croke Park? when people bring their bottles of water and leave them behind them. Somebody, what, what they're hoping, Peter, is that some young fellow or young one will go round, some some 12-year-old Gus O'Hara will go round and start collecting the bottles and go down to Aldi and get our, our Tesco and get get the... That's what they're hoping. So now, I, now the thing is... I pre- 12, previously... A I, 12 is going to take a voucher and yeah. then go into Little Zoraldi or Super Value and spend the voucher. Or give it, to, give it to his ma or da. And no. his, his ma, no, he, he can also it's, queue up an Aldi if he's willing. Yeah, or it's, 2020, and, Joe, it's 2024. And I've, I've had four kids, four daughters, and none of them went out okay, and, and collecting bottles. I did it when I lived well, in But they're saying, but that, you see, that was the argument. It'll encourage people. Now the, the, now, the problem is, uh, do you know Do you know that every every small bottle of Ballygown you buy next week is going up 15 cents, regardless? Well, I'll just go up north and buy every, it. Every can of 7-Up is going up 15 cents. I'll, I'll, I'll go up north and buy it. Okay. I'll put my can in the recycling bin. And do you think... That, uh, I, 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 I hate asking questions where I, I can only be, uh, uh, expect one answer, but do you think generally you, you're good, we have become better on recycling? A hundred percent better. Yeah, and but even this is this is this is this is off the wall. This is like repack. They'll say everything and do nothing. The okay. multiples are going to make the money, and I tell you now, everybody was going over the border when drink was cheaper up there. Now they're going over the border and buying coal and logs did and coal. And, and they're going to do this. They're going to do the same with this. You'll go up and, and the, other, the other thing, when this was initially proposed here, the whole the whole understand. Well, actually, it was proposed in Scotland long before it was proposed here, but it's been knocked back in Scotland time after time because of these complications that keep coming up. But when it was proposed here, the whole assumption was that it was going to be introduced in, in Northern Ireland as well. But now it's not. So if if your bottles and cans were cheaper in the north next week, as from the first of February, they believe they'd be even significantly more cheaper. Kiva Kavanagh, Kiva Joe at RT.ie five one double five one. Kiva, thanks, Peter. Kiva Kavanagh. Hi, Joe. How are you? I know you well, and you're Kavanagh coaches. Yeah. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. You're brilliant at your job. Tell us, have you, and I know you run a service station. Yeah, with yeah. Joe, we okay. have a petrol station here in okay. Erlingford. Um, we were small enough that we could have got the exemption, but we decided after long discussions with, with okay. management here that we would go ahead with the, the system. Um, our main issue is that we were halfway between Dublin and Cork, and we have an awful lot of people pulling in from Dublin going to Cork or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. We would have bought a coffee, bought a tea, and uh, when they, by the time they get to our forecourt, their their rubbish is empty, and they drop our rubbish with us. Our rubbish volumes are astronomical. Okay. So we we went ahead with this scheme, hoping that it would reduce our our rubbish. So we've paid Joe. We've got one of the, the smaller machines. We've paid just under twelve thousand euros plus VAT okay, uh, wow. for the actual machine. For that. Um, 
the, the machine will be delivered to us at the end of February. Uh, we can't get it any earlier. There's such a demand for it. Uh, we ordered it before Christmas. We're, we're solid terrified about what's ahead, to be honest. Um, for the 12,000 that we've paid out plus that, we will be able to accept people's bottles that have the new um, logo on it. Uh, logo on it. And bar, it's, a bar, it's a barcode. It's a barcode. Yeah, it, it won't accept it. It has to be, now remember, it has to be, my understanding is it has to be completely undamaged. Yes. And it can't have to be completely undamaged. So don't crush and anything. Empty. And, and empty. empty. Both of them have yeah. to be empty or it'll be, yeah. sp- it'll be spat back out at the, exactly. the customer. Yeah. Now, for that, Joe, we will get 2.2 cents for mm. every bottle or can that we accept. So if you get under 250,000 cans in the first year, the government is going to give the retailer a grant of 3,000. The second year it's an operation, if you've under 250,000, you will get 2,000 euros. And the third year you will get 1,000 euros. So that's a maximum of 6,000 euros available as a grant if you've less than a quarter of a million bottles per year from the government, which is less than 50% of the cost of purchasing the machine. Okay. So I have no, this is going to be, uh, they say it's going to be cost neutral. I don't think it's going to be cost neutral. I think it's going to end up costing us. We're going to have to empty the machine every day. It's going to need to be cleaned because you imagine bottles and cans will have some sort of sugary scent. Of course, of course. Kiva, do you have an adult, uh, do you have a super... A supermarket in your in Orlingford? No, it's a convenience store in our. No, no, station. I mean, uh, is there an Aldi, Tesco, Dons, no, Needle? No, no, okay. there isn't. But there so, is a centre. There's a centre yeah, in but, our town, but the and fa- I understand they're going ahead with it as well. Okay, but the fact that there you you have a slight advantage in that you don't have an Aldi, a centre, Lidl, or, or uh, sorry, yes, uh, a centre, the same company, but they're different offering. You don't have an Aldi or a Lidl or a Tesco or a Dunn's yep. or a Super Value. So they're the ones that have, that have gone crazy for this scheme because they realise that not, not only are they going to get the two cent or whatever for taking in the bottle, okay, when people get the voucher, they've got to go into their supermarket yep. and, and people, are, people aren't going to queue up for 20 minutes to get their 750 back. They're going to do their shop and hand in the voucher with their credit card. Yes, the voucher will only be valid in In the retail unit that you have fed your cans or your bottles into. But the the reason we went down this line is to try and reduce... Our, our rubbish every week. It's a, it's, yeah. it's ferocious what's going on. And into where did you put your plastic? See, people are presuming. Oh, every plastic bottle went into a ditch in Ireland. It didn't. It went into our it went into our wheelie bins. We have a recycling wheelie bin that takes yeah. plastic bottles and and cans. But where did you put your plastic bottles that were left in your rubbish beforehand? Before Kiva. We have two. We've rubbish and we have recycling. But well done, unfortunately, yeah. Joe, people people are not coffee cups that might have a third or a yeah. quarter of coffee still are dumped in, and that that destroys the the batch. Okay. So uh, co- people need to be more proactive about recycling and and yeah. dividing up their rubbish. And coffee, but, coffee, I mean, coffee we, we, cups are a killer. Nothing is being done and, about and it's, that. It's a type of rubbish that wasn't here 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we would have a full 1,100 litre wheelie bin every week of just coffee cups. And could I just bring out with regard to why the machines are inside rather than outside? Okay. Uh, we're putting ours inside. The reason being, if somebody comes at night time and half their bottles won't scan, we don't. We don't want them dumping them that's what on our forecourt. Uh, so that's, that's what why we're happen. having ours That's what inside. will happen. I'm not going yeah. to, I'm sorry, one, one 
if you come along with two bags of your two bags of your plastic bottles and your cans, you have to put them in one by one by one Correct. by one, mm. and whatever is spat out. I'm not one is not filling up the bag again and get. And if you're lucky enough to have a car, okay. Thank you, Kiva. Annette, no good afternoon, Annette. That's Kiva down in Orlingford. Uh, uh, Kiva Kavanagh great company uh, and I know there's a number of companies in, in Orlingford called Kavanagh and they're all great Annette good afternoon good afternoon hi Joe um, yeah. I, I'm getting very frustrated listening to this because people are doing their best with all these eco things coming in and it's getting yeah. very frustrating as you say we have green bins we use them like what's the problem with continuing to use them um, as that other man said like if they gave a pink bin for bottles yeah. uh, or another colour bin for bottles like they do in America it would be so much easier you and, know? Then, and then but, they're yeah okay keep keep talking I shouldn't be talking well, go no, ahead. I just want to say going back I said the message I sent in was when we when I was young my brothers used to buy uh, TK lemonade or cilantro whatever it was at the time but they yeah. paid a deposit on the bottle that's right yeah and then you got it back. Me as a child and all my friends would get yeah. bags and we'd bring all the bottles yeah. back down and of course now, we'd buy gold. Yeah, but now we have, yeah, I know, but now, now we don't have to do that because, because we have bottle banks and the, the return on, pla- on, sorry, on glass bottles in the Republic of Ireland is astonishingly good. Is it yeah, people yeah. using, people using bottle banks? Uh, glass bottle or whatever is astonishingly good and I know that from the company who actually used the, the empty bottles to make glass yeah, again yeah, they yeah. Were, abso- were absolutely brilliant at going to a local not looking for money there's no no extra charge by the being levied on the small uh, shop to when they sell a, a, a bottle of water or whatever but um, I remember the TK they've yeah. got to do something else because as you say if you go back I go to the bottle bank with, with thousands of Bottles. Brilliant, brilliant. We've to go to the shop and I have to put them in one by one. I'm not going to want to do that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's, no, it's just not going to work out. And it's getting very frustrating for people, especially as you get on in years. It's getting more frustrating for us. Like, so what? What's the? What? What's going to happen? Like, is this going to get worse? Are they going to bring up new things again? More new things? Okay, okay, okay. Well done, Annette. I know you're you're picking up the children or grandchildren. Grandchildren. <laughs> good, good woman. Another great, great granny. Well done, Annette. Well done, Annette. Some things. Okay. stay with us. Joe at rt.ie. Is this new uh, bottle uh, return scheme, which, as I say, we did a hundred days ago on Liveline? The the issues raised then are the same issues raised now because the only thing that's changed is is all the big supermarkets have jumped on this new scheme. They've all shelled out millions. They're boasting about it. Rightly so. They've all shelled out millions in these reverse vending machines. They get the money. They get the voucher that the the corner shop, the extra tax they had to charge when the customer comes in. As Dan Horan said in Tralee, he's a small shop. He sells six uh, s- uh, bottled six slabs of water, six bottles of water in a slab for six euro. That goes up to nine sixty. He's got to take that money in. He's got to pass that money on to this new state uh, organisation called Return, and then the people get their money back. Uh, in Tesco and Aldi and they spend it there a lovely transfer from the small business to the big business Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Every every, uh, bottle every plastic every 
uh, product contain, contained in a plastic bottle or a can is going up by at least 15 per, per item by 15 or 25 cent on the 1st of February. Not from the supplier, not from the shop. It's a deposit which you uh, will get back when you bring back uh, the bottle, the empty bottle or can, undamaged, un- completely empty, by the way, undamaged. But the only thing is the people who are now relishing the idea and have actually bought these sophisticated machines to take back all these bottles and give you your money back are the multinational supermarkets and they don't give you your money back they give you a docket and you, you go into the they say if you queue up um, at one of the cash registers or checkouts they will give you cash if you demand it but uh, as uh, Gus O'Hara and other people pointed out um, people will go in and just take it off their, their bill so it's a transfer of money uh, from the small shop to the big shop uh, Liz, who is next? Uh, Liz Coburn, Joe at RT.ie. Liz. Hello there, Joe. Yeah. Hi, hi. I've just uh, been listening to your show. Um, yeah. I just I, I, I just feel it, it's absolutely ridiculous. They've made this into something that is, has become very complicated in a lot of ways and very cost and very cost non-efficient to small businesses such as the family business that I grew up in. Well, are, you, are, you a member of any orga- are you a member of any representative organisation? Well, I mean, I I would be, you know, part of the SMEs. Yeah, well, I, well, what, 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 have, what have they done? Um, <laughs> a lot of things. They've tried to... No, what have they, they, done, have on, what have they to, done on this issue? What have they done on this issue? It's a known, well, it's, been, it's they, a, it's a known goal for small shops. It really is. That's what I worry it about. Is a total, it's a total no-go. Um, and I've just been listening to the argument. My point was that I think... Um, that given that we all all pay a lot of commercial rates, I think that perhaps the the, the, the most the most sensible idea would have been to provide one of these machines in smaller communities. Okay, yeah, your, your your phone line is is breaking, but you're saying why isn't there one of these machines in every community and the the exactly. yeah okay, and but, but okay, but what would it, what would it, right. the, the give out voucher for what? It can't carry cash for obvious reasons. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I lived in California for a while and we had there, there was a system whereby there was a similar sort of system whereby you would go to a machine and return your plastic bottle. And what, what would happen is you would get a small card that you had and it would credit the amount on that okay. card. And when it hit a certain amount, you could then cash that in. And that was, that was how they did it there. Or so maybe you, something or like could, that. Or Liz, 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 take it a step further. The the, yeah. the the state who are obviously pushing the scheme, but once again, like the minimum wage, like the sick pay, the, the, I'm going on what I'm yeah. hearing over the last, from the 4th of January for small businesses. The state aren't paying the, the extra in the minimum wage. The state aren't paying the extra benefits they've yeah. allowed in sick pay. It's the small businesses that are going to have to pay it and, and take, the, take the hit. That's correct. But why, and, uh, and so this is another nail in that coffin. You know, it's, it's very unfair smaller businesses cannot afford to pay the huge amount of the outlay to buy the machine then buy the cover then have it outside okay, your, your premises insure it and then the other, you know, the they're other, not able to do that the other, the other option Liz is that you go if it was a community based machine and uh, whatever outside your local library brilliant libraries or whatever yeah. you could also they could also put a few options on it given the world the technological world yeah. and one of the options is do you want to don't, do you want to give your deposit to the local autism group or do you want to give it to the local yeah. Vincent de Paul just press A B or C absolutely okay oh, okay and Mark, I, think, we, I just think there's so many better options yeah, thank okay. you. Okay, thanks, Liz. Liz is uh, runs a family business on the border of Mead and Cavan. Mark, good afternoon. 
Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, of course. Go ahead, Mark. Okay, well, I totally disagree with what's, what, Good man. what all this programme's been about. Go off you Number go, yeah. Number one, in my opinion, anyone who buys bottled water, and I'm going to say this bluntly, is an idiot. Do you mean plastic? Hang on, hang on. All our water is bottled in the shop. Do you mean plastic? No, bottle? it's not, Joe. No, Joe do, you, do you mean Joe, plastic? hang on. Joe. Oh, do you mean plastic? Com- water comes out of a tap. Okay. Joe. Oh, sorry. So you say, I thought you were just saying buy it in, in glass bottles, not plastic bottles. No, water comes out of a tap. Yeah. And it's perfectly usable water. Oh, Ron, say that to the people in Bell Mullet last week. Right. Fine. It's. That's one example. Yeah. I drank Bob. I drank water from okay. my tap all my life. Good it's man. perfect. Yeah, secondly, okay. yeah. secondly, yeah. Joe, let me let me continue because you know I'm the only one who's yeah, who's a hallelujah. You have, you have okay. the floor, Mark. Okay, so let's go. Secondly, there are microplastics that you're drinking when you buy plastic bottled water. Everyone knows that. Okay, I have never bought a can in my life. I'm 70. I can stand over that statement. Third, I live in one of the small towns of Ireland. I won't mention it because what I'm going to say, it is disgusting with cans and bottles thrown everywhere. Okay. Once you cut the grass, once you cut the verges, Anywhere in Ireland, okay. what you find is endless cans, endless plastic bottles. If I had my way, I wouldn't have 15 cents on them. I'd tax them to death. Okay. I wouldn't let them be sold. We survived okay. without them. Okay. Now, if there's anything wrong with this proposal, it is not good enough. Can I say, do you know Memorial Park? Of course I do. Down in yeah, down well, in, in Island Bridge in Dublin, and Edward yeah, Ed, Edward Lutton's creation, incredible. There's yeah. a lovely walk in the summer between Memorial Park and and uh, along the river towards I don't know what it's called. It's gone out of my head. I'm sorry, but there's a lovely walk from Memorial Park when you get into yeah, along to Chapel Lizard. Right in the summer, it's gorgeous. In the winter, they cut back the verges and cans, cans, bottles, bottles, cans, cans, cans. If I have my opinion, this isn't tough enough. And when you say, uh, okay, okay, take that point. But Mark, what, what, you you never buy a can of Coke or a can of 7-Up or Fanta or Club Orange? In my whole life, I've never. Disgusting, by the way. I That's a different topic. But what, what, how do you, if you want a 7-Up, what do you do? Buy a, Bottle by a. I've never bought seven. Oh, you, you've never drank it. No, I drink tea. I drink glasses of wine. You mean you don't have to have this stuff? Yeah, but if and you, if you have to have yeah, but it, Mark, if, it you're, if, if you're twelve years of age, you can't go in and buy a bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon and a bottle of Club Orange. No, but when I was brought up, you drank milk. Okay. okay. Our water, our okay. weak tea. But you're saying, I mean, just my kids. My kids never saw a can of Coke. I mean, you want to poison your kids? 
get him a can of Coke. Ah, uh, no, that's not true. But anyway, no, it is. Joe. Oh yeah, but I, I, you, it is. I'm going to be. I'm going to now be sued by the biggest multinational company in the world. They've 1,500 lawyers in use in our Atlanta, Texas, <laughs> working now and listening to Liveline and say some fella has been on Liveline saying we're poisoned. Bring down, get to the high court immediately, Mark. Okay, you, I, I take a point. Just don't buy stuff in plastic bottles or cans. That's what you're saying. Don't buy it okay. and don't sell it. Okay, where is, where, well, it's, you see, Coca-Cola is the biggest selling product in Ireland. I'm it sorry is. if I got uh, you I know, I know, but, but you can, no, you didn't, you didn't. <laughs> Will you come with me to the? To, we'd fly to America um, when we're a uh, comedian. We we we'd be in prison probably in the next cell to Donald to Donald show, Trump. Will you, you come here, Mark? Mark, I know, Mark. Mark, I want one last question. Why won't you tell me this? This town that you say is a, is a wash with uh, litter of plastic bottles and cans because because it's just generic. It's every okay. town. Okay. I live. Okay. Hold on. I live in that town. Yeah. And parts of the time in Dublin near Kilmainham. Okay. And both are disgusting with this stuff. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mark. And I can't Okay. No, no, you know, you've made you've made your point brilliantly. By the way, Mark. Go on. I'm sorry for checking you at the start because I thought I thought you were saying and it's me jumping to jumping to conclusions, which I shouldn't be doing. I thought you were saying only buy glass bottles, but you weren't. You were saying don't buy anything in in don't those containers. Buy. Yeah, the whole world can survive without this stuff. Stop buying it. Do you ever wonder, Mark? What? Do you ever wonder what a glass what a glass of coke tastes like? Go on. I've never. You do. Never. You do. You Coke, do. Coke is disgusting. It's a very refreshing fizzy drink, not alcoholic. Stop. It's disgusting. It's made, it's got some secret ingredient. Okay. Which basically, <laughs> basically, it's addictive to our children. Okay. I I did. Okay. By the way, Mark, will you remember the lawyers are listening? Mark, stop. Yeah, okay, I'll okay. give you one more line, Joe. Okay, okay. one last one. The lawyers are My listening. kids were never allowed to have Coke or all that yeah. stuff in the house, right? Yeah. But my daughter really worked. But my son told me recently after he he, he got a delivery, which I'll never get either. Yeah. When he got a delivery, right, he said to me, the reason I don't I, I buy large bottles of Coke is you wouldn't let us drink it. You see, you see, Mark. Sundered, sundered. Anyway. A family son. Okay. Good man, Mark. Keep in touch, will you? Yes. Uh, and encourage people, Mark. You mentioned the Memorial Gardens in Island Bridge in Dublin. I know it's Dublin. It's near Euston Station. We'll encourage people to visit it because of the most magnificent creation, beautifully kept by the Office of Public Works and uh, designed by the, one of the greatest architects that ever lived, Edwin uh, Lutchens. Thanks, Mark. Back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. We're talking about this new scheme coming in um, next week and... um it's a government initiative. Obviously, they've given the job to a company or a quango called Return. And what it means is every bottle will, will from next week have to have a, a barcode on it, which means the price goes up every plastic or can. Price goes up by 15 or 25 cent. That's 
that's no 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 debate on that now. That's that's done. You can, you cannot um you have to pay it. If a retailer decides to give away a bottle of uh, orange for uh, five cent, um my screen is gone in here, Shane, if you're there. Oh it's back, it's back, it's back. Thanks very much. And um uh, Shane was the only one that could normally fix it. I'm, I'm developing my skills here. Thanks, Shane. And um, the, the, even if you decide to charge five cent for a bottle of water, you still have to give fifteen cent to the to this organisation. Now, uh, Una Quintilani, Quintil, I pronounced that wrong, did I? Una. Yeah, it's okay, Joe. Uh, you're, you're, you're forgiven. It's fine. Okay. It's okay. It's quite a long surname. No, Quintilani. Uh, famous in, in Italy, Quintiliani, darling. Quintiliani. Beautiful Quintiliano, name. Yeah. Quintiliano. Uh, Bonsoir Marie, Joe, by the oh, way, Joe. Oh. I'm fluent in Italian. Yep. Okay, now tell us. Okay. I, I see so, you, you've, been, you've been yeah. collecting. I have. Well, you see, to think about it is, I am an environmentalist, okay? Yeah, and yeah, one, yeah. I was, yeah, I was involved with the Green Party when Trevor Sargent was our leader the, at the, the time. Gr- the great Trevor Sargent. Exactly. Uh, well, he's a really, a really decent yeah. individual. A gentleman, a gentleman, yeah, gentleman, yeah. yeah. But, uh, getting back to the situation. So basically, when I was born, now, Joe, I'm a little bit older than you, just a tad, okay? Mm-hmm. So we had, um, w- my mother used to go shopping, right, okay? okay? And everything was bagged. Now, you might know that your grandmother would remember this, right, okay? So everything was put in brown paper bags, okay? Yeah. It, it would be counted into that. So in other words, there was no plastic, all right? Yeah. If you got your rashers, they were wrapped up in uh, greaseproof paper and put into a brown paper bag, or wrapped up, okay, or, or tied up with a bit of twine. There was no, there was no sellotape either. And uh, I'm not that old, by the way. I'm only sixty-eight, Joe, and I don't mind saying my age on that's the, on the radio. That's young. Yeah, well, that's young. Yeah, well, I'm, I feel I am young anyway. Yeah. Lost my husband last year, so I'm a widow, ah, ah. and I'm not, look, I'm not looking for a replacement just in case okay. that's what you <laughs> I am. Not advertising services. Will you make the point, Una? We're going to yeah, the, okay. So basically, okay, I've been gathering since my husband died. Okay, okay well that's, that's uh, sorry, I've had dude. friends over, and you know he died on the twenty third of July, sadly last year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and he was a gunner in the army. So anyway, we've lots of friends. So did rock over with a bottle of red wine or white wine or whatever, mm-hmm. and we didn't have like a quiet evening or whatever. Now, I mean, none of us are alcoholics, but I decided that uh, I was going to save the bottles because I heard got wind of via the Green Party. That there was a return system coming in, okay? So okay. every single bottle I have is worth 25 cent. That means that that'll pay for my holidays this year. I've got my holidays. Yeah, but, I, but, but, but Una, Una, sorry to disappoint what? you. You might be going to Scaries on your holidays, not Sicily, because um, <laughs> because it's only bottles with the new barcode on them and the new barcode won't be out until oh, oh, next oh, week. Oh, oh, no, they can't do that. No, they can't oh, they do that. they are doing it. The machine, oh, won't re- the machine won't recognise it. And that also means, by the way, if a shopkeeper, the small shopkeeper, decides yeah. to take... Uh, the bottle back out you'll take he has to check he or she has to check every single bottle to see if it has this relevant barcode well that, that's a bit like when every child is born in Ireland we all get a barcode we get our PPS number immediately yeah, I but, found that shocking actually. My but anyway, you're going, to, you're going to have to do what you normally do, which I, I presume... Oh, I, well, no, I, I'm not. I'm not spending diesel and going down the town. Do you know what I'm going to do now, Joe? What, what? And the first pot that I brew, I'll give it to you, darling. 
okay. going to brew my own. I'm going to make my own wine. Oh, well I'm done. going to stop paying taxes. How okay. about that? Okay. Okay. So okay. I am a very inventive lady. Listen, you it. mind yourself, Joe, oh, okay. and I'll pray for you and your family. And thank Shane and thank okay. John for me through. Okay. okay, well done. Thanks, Una. That's Una Quint- Quintiliani. Uh, Phil, Phil Harney. Joe, how are you going? Now, this is a big issue. Uh, I'm delighted to get the opportunity to, to join yeah. the discussion here uh, because, like you said, everything's very rosy in the garden if you're, if you're reading newspaper articles or, or uh, listening Listen to, to the them, ads yeah. on the radio yeah. or whatever. Uh, there's, a, there's an awful, like, the first thing I'd like to say is there's nobody that doesn't support recycling initiatives, but, yeah, here, here. you know, and when we're doing that, we should be mindful of the impact it's going to have commercially and on consumers and the public. Uh, the scheme we have here Basically, the board of return, as you know, is dominated by the large producers, Heineken, yeah, yeah. Diageo, Britvic. Yeah, that's the way You know, the, the large yeah. retailers are all on there. They've put together this scheme. Uh, since last October, we've been engaging with uh, return and with Minister Ossian Smith mm-hmm. uh, in terms of trying to get some practicality into this scheme in terms of how it's been introduced. Like, the first thing we couldn't believe, we've 14 countries in Europe using this, and everyone's mm-hmm. a different logo. We're, we're a small business, and in order to compete mm-hmm. with the brand owners uh, in Ireland, we import uh, cans of beer, cans of minerals. We're mm-hmm. going to be prevented in doing something we've been doing for nearly 20 years. Overnight, we're going to be prevented from doing that because our product won't have a logo on it. You know, okay. And this is a system that's driven by barcodes. Uh, the logo mm-hmm. is irrelevant other than a, a, a simple form of identification. Um, which, you know, and there's plenty of other ways around uh, relying on a mandatory logo. Uh, I think the, the, the main point I wanted to make is the people who are going to benefit from this, as you've already said, the large retailers, but the large producers mm. are going to wipe out small and medium-sized competition with this scheme. Now, the impact that's going to have is that the public, the consumer, when they go into stores, eventually what they're going to have is the only options they're going to have are from the large brand owners, the small mm. guys who are creating competition, keeping prices down. These guys, we're all going to be wiped out. How would, how would just, uh, just I, I know, will you not be able to, to place some of your products in supermarkets or shops because you don't have this logo? Exactly. Wow. Wow. Now, so what does that mean? The, neg- the knock-on effect, lack of competition, means ultimately the prices of everything yeah. is going to go up because there's nobody to keep them down. And how many, di- many different products do you sell through your wholesale business? Uh, well, we, we sell about 400 different products, wow. different lines. But there's, an L, like, there's a, a huge portion of our business is imported beer. Of course, yeah. Uh, we probably, we're going to be hit to the tune of possibly 40% of our business overnight. You know, like, what, what, what's the knock-on effect of that? Like, ultimately, I'd say we're going to have job losses in this, in this company. Uh, the mm-hmm. people we're selling into, so the small retailers like Gus O'Hara, they're reliant on our product to allow them to be competitive with the Yeah, market. and a decent offering, yeah. That's gone now, right? Yeah. So, you know, what does, what does Gus do? Try to compete with the big guys on price with no, yeah. with no available alternatives. 
you know, the other, the other thing that well, well, Phil, Phil, the thing that surprised me was we, as I say, we got calls on this exactly a hundred days ago. Because remember, looking at the day and the date, no one knew this was coming in. Very few people knew this was coming in. There was no advertising campaign. But most, you've had a hundred days. Have you managed no. to? Persuade. I clarify for you, Joe, exactly what we've done. So I'd agree with you. Virtually no consultation or engagement with small and medium business in this country. We okay. got no... So as a, as a licensed beverage wholesaler, we're in several government databases. You know, you'd okay, imagine yeah. the first people who would have been contacted would have been companies like ours. The first wind we got of this was in July of this year, when a customer of ours asked us where we prepared for it. Okay. Now, at that stage, we started to have a look around and see what was going on here. Uh, and Okay, many, uh, Phil, many people do you employ, by the way? 19 people at the moment. Well, you know, who's, you know who knows about you? Revenue. Yeah. Because those 19 people are paying a whop up to 50% of their weekly exactly. uh, salary and to the state. And they're the ones that give us the licence to trade. Oh, okay. Like, okay. It's, okay. it's nuts. Joe, the other thing I was well, going to say to you about that is we, we met with DRS in October once we got our, our, ourselves organised and realised, God, it's kind of a major impact here. We went with DRS, we went with the Minister, and we've been back and forth between the two for four yeah. months now. And the reality is, for our businesses, no movement on a mandatory logo okay. means we're going to lose a massive okay. amount of business. And that has a knock-on effect point, all the way down to the consumer. Point job. well made, Phil. The first time I've heard it, that a business might be gone under because of this. Joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Eric and Murray, sorry for holding you there, Erica. What's your, what's, what's the effect this new scheme coming Hi, in next week is going to have on your business? Yeah, can, can I, well, uh, we run a small food business in Rathmines with uh, 26 employees. Um, but can I say, first of all, everything that man said, I can't remember his name, uh, who spoke last, is so true about yeah. that logo. And yeah. um, I've been trying to find Phil, out Phil how Harney, to yeah. harm Phil. They're, trying to, they're, they're planning in, within the EU to harmonise the logo, yeah. but not for at least another two years. So it's completely crazy. We've been getting on to the uh, companies, uh, manufacturers of products we import from Holland. And unless they register directly with return uh, here in Ireland, uh, they can't be sold anymore. So we're losing stock as well. But okay. actually what I was phoning about was uh, you raised a very interesting thing um, about the uh, you know, manual return of... Um, yes, hand, of, of handing, uh, hand them, handing them back over the counter to get my money back. Exactly. Now, Why? there are three categories for registering with this scheme for retailers. There's the, the ones who have the reverse ending machines, they're the multiples basically. Yeah. And then there's the, you can register for manual take back or you can register for exemption stores under 250 square okay. meters, yeah. which we did. Um, so there's no way we're, t- we're manually taking back stuff, although we're, our store is committed 100% to uh, zero waste. And we've been doing a lot on those lines for years now. But um, uh, the manual take back, it's impossible for small shops. Like, you, you just why, why, briefly, customers. briefly, why okay. is it, why is it uh, impossible for, you to ha- for me okay. to hand you an empty uh, bottle or can? Why? Okay, a single bottle or can might be okay, except you have to write out the voucher for them, which takes time, so queues okay. build up. 
but you you probably get households householders coming in with a bag of cans. They're not going to return just one can yeah, on of course, the spot. Yeah. They'll gather yeah. them together, and they can't be crushed. So you get a bag of stuff that's dripping, yeah. whatever okay. it's dripping. Okay. Uh, okay. And, and you so have to, you have to, you have to examine of every single one of them. Have you, Eric, for yeah. the barcode and yeah. no liquids yeah, are not crushed? You'd have to do that. Okay. That's why we didn't Game, game over. I think, I think you've explained. Crazy. I think you've won that argument. I and think you've won the, that uh, argument. The yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Anyway, and are, no, you, are, you surprised, <laughs> are you surprised at the lack of criticism by the various uh, representatives of small shops and small businesses? They've, oh, they've I, rolled I over. Actually, I, I really am. I haven't heard anything from REI or ISME yet. Mm. Uh, IBEC did speak out, or not about this issue, something else last week. So they, they've really been very. Because if they do, I if they do speak out, you'll be you'll be pilloried as being anti-environment and anti yeah, this and anti yeah. that. Okay, Eric, what's I the name? The, what's the name of your brilliant shop? It's the Hopsack in Rathmines. Oh, well done, well done. And yeah. how many people do you employ again? Twenty six. Wow, well done. Yeah. Well done, so we Erica. Okay, I've got to move on, Erica, because it's it's really Thanks. it's the, 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 there hasn't been any much public criticism apart from apart from a hundred days ago in Lydland, but there's a lot of it now. A lot of people uh, looking at different aspects of this, and jobs going to be lost. But anyway, Shane Kelly, Shane. Hey, Joe. How's okay, how are you? You run a microbrewery in Dublin, eight. How is it going to affect you? Good or well, bad? Yeah, it's an interesting... Well, well, do you know, no one's against recycling. Of course, that, of course, you know, of course. Uh, and we're gen- we, by the way, we're know, generally good at in Ireland. We're not the worst in the world by any stretch of the imagination. We're one of the best in the world for, for glass. One of the best in the world for glass. Um, and if there was more, maybe if there was more at bottle banks, if there was more receptacles for cans and for plastic bottles, that might help as well. But anyway, make a point, Shane. It's your programme. Yeah, I suppose. Just a quick, I suppose, this, as Phil was saying there earlier, I think the, the knock-on effects probably haven't been fully explored or there was probably a lack of understanding. Now, we're we're all for the recycling and we already send cans to Central Europe uh, and with okay. uh, can return deposit schemes in, in place. So the big thing is no one's really seen it from the small producer's point of view where the constant uh, shifting of the goalposts have happened since July. So originally we were told that we'd be charged €100 Euro per barcode uh, upload. That's now changed to uh, an annual sign-up, uh, annual f- uh, fee of €500 Euro, uh, for smaller producers. And on top of that, uh, every month, at the end of every month, we'll be doing a return. So we have to pay 15 cent for every can that leaves our uh, production facility that's sold uh, within Ireland. Now, that, you know, 15 cents, you can understand that, uh, the reality is, if we sell, mm-hmm. you know, a case of, a case of cans on the twenty fifth of a month, we're doing a return on the thirtieth, and our credit terms aren't until, aren't for thirty or forty five days. So we're going to be holding the bag on on that until the until it returns. And the other side of this is, at the end of the day, aluminium say cans are an infinitely mm-hmm. recyclable resource. Uh, at the end of the day, the repack are holding value in the actual vessel uh, in that metal um, like the charge for us is higher than what we pay for for empty cans in uh, so yeah no it's going to have a bit of an effect but it just it just it's a, it's a pity that we didn't maybe take on okay. 
you know, okay. a couple of the aspects from, from other countries were tried and tested for decades. And um, we were told, we were yeah. told up to yesterday, I heard Ocean Smith, who's doing a great job, I'm sure, on Morning Ireland telling us that every other country that's introduced this, they're all, they have parties to celebrate, but that's not, that's not what's happening in Ireland at the minute. Anyway, okay, good to meet Amalga Chen Kelly looking at the screen here and I only see a portion of the calls. We'll be back to this tomorrow because people are uh, not fully convinced, even though you would believe uh, otherwise. Um, we'll be back to that tomorrow. Today's live line cannot pass without a mention of a great, great friend of the programme over the years, the wonderful uh, genius that was uh, the late Ivor Brown, uh, one of the great psychiatrists in the company in the country, a philosopher, a musician, and um, a great, great man for set, setting you thinking. Uh, God rest Ivor Brown. Uh, back tomorrow, one forty-five. Shannon Gorman produced. Ray Darcy's next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie <laughs>